following program is your wake-up call. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to the Progressive Union. I am your host, Doreen DiLeonardo, broadcasting to you from New York City. We report the news the corporate media ignores. Joining me for this hour, as always, is my husband and co-host, Tony DiLeonardo. We are doing a midnight show, almost midnight. It's 25 of. We are very dedicated progressives. So listen, I'm going to recommend that if you have somebody in your life or somebody you know or you have insomnia, I will tell you what you should watch. Watch that freaking debate that I had to endure yesterday. Watch that. There is nothing there. It is an absolute snooze fest. It's a bunch of neoliberals. And Tom Steyer, I don't understand why he's there, other than Bernie giving us the same platitudes about why we can't have anything and we have to just keep killing people. Because Tom Steyer is there to talk to everybody and find out who's going to give him the best tax break. Oh, you're so funny. You want to bet? He's probably feeling them all out. Oh, I think I'm going to throw my money behind him. Tom Steyer. Because he's not going anywhere. Tom Steyer is really funny, though, like... He, he's, you know, he's at the debate, right? So he's answering the questioner, right? The moderator, whoever, either one of the two Barbie dolls that they had last night on either end of Wolf Blitzer or Wolf Blitzer. So he's addressing them. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of his answer, he turns to the, the audience, like the camera, and he starts almost doing like his commercials because he's so he's so used to is I'm Tom Steyer, you know, uh, move to impeach. Remember all those commercials, which he must be getting, you know, a hard on because impeachment, the articles were carried to the Senate. They brought them there and uh, oh, Mitch please. McConnell accepted on, them. I saw it on New York one tonight. They're all standing yeah. there looking grim. You know who they remind me of? <laughs> Those wrinkled old elders that from the show The Strain, the strain yeah. standing there with their, their shriveled faces. It's such a, it's like a, it's um, it's such a farce. It's such a distraction. It And that debate was a distraction too. So I said to myself, as I'm sitting there, bored out of my mind, I said, this is all we have. This is the best we have against Donald Trump, who is very good at running for president. We have to admit he is very good at it. He is obnoxious because buffoon. Because he appeals to the morons. Well, and also That's he doesn't why. give a crap. He does oh, not yeah. give he a crap. He knows how to run for, for president. He just doesn't know how to be president. He's like a phrase what they call back in the day boxers. But he is president. You're a good gym fighter, but when you get in the ring, you get murdered. Well, but he's doing everything that the right. And by the way, a lot of people in the Democratic Party are happy with. So all of a sudden, so we're sitting there and we're really bored. Uh, so I'll just give you a rundown. Pete Butt Plug, as Tony would call him, he was Mr. Platitudes. Like, and I think he was sort of co-opting Tulsi's you know, message about being you know, a soldier in the military a little bit. But very boring, very boring. Like if you're really tired and you need to sleep, listen to him for a little while. It's going to put you right out. Um, Steyer, again, please go away. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, oh my, who gets her ready? That's what I want to know. Where does she get her makeup? Who's her stylist? Nobody wants should hire that person. Her eyebrows were strange this time. Her hair looked a little bit better. Her face was white and her rouge was so, was too red. And she just sort of looked like maybe a Jokerish looking look. And she's annoying. She always tells you about what you can't have. 
No, you can't have health care. No, you can't have free college. Oh, we have to be realistic. But yes, we have to keep bombing. Keep going with the military and be friendly with Republicans. You just want to smack her. You just can't. And then she's like, I'm from the flyover states. That's where I'm from. I understand coal miners because I was with a coal. I, I don't know. My daddy was something. I don't know what her daddy was, but she's always talking about like, that. Who cares? Nobody cares. Okay, you're telling me I can't have anything. So move along, lady. She should be Republican. Okay, so we have her. She's um, like that waitress in Five Easy Pieces telling Jack Nicholson he can't have this, he can't have that, he can't and have And finally it's like, can I just have chicken on a and he, plate? And he and... blows up and throws right. the stuff all over well, the place. Well, I was about ready to blow up. I don't even know why she's there. She's polling at like 3%, and I don't know who's giving her money. I think nobody. So she, that's not happening. She's not going anywhere. Then there's Joe Biden, who is definitely having a sleepy Joe Biden night. Like, he seemed to be okay sometimes, and other times he got lost and said, oh, I'm out of time, I don't want to, okay, I'm done. Like, he would do that because he would lose his train of thought, so he'd be like, oh, I guess I'm out of time. He does that. And every people laugh, and I'm like, don't laugh, the guy is losing it. His brain function, you know, his situation with his brain is not good. This is what the problem oh. is. How is that being? No, he's losing it. They're happy. They see the footage. They don't care. No, the court, the the DNC. They know he's slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Bernie's going ahead of him. Yeah. And they're getting nervous. Yeah. So they are. We're going to get to that. So okay. So he was he and he read his closing argument, his closing statement, the last to be. He read it. He was looking at his notes. That's not good. I've never seen anybody do that. Okay. So that's Joe Biden. So who am I missing? Bernie Elizabeth Warren. Is there anybody else? Yeah, because they made sure they got rid of Andrew Yang. They're like, all right, too much truth for this guy. He's talking about stuff. We don't want to talk about automation. We don't give a crap about any of what he's talking about. He's got too many donations. Get rid of him. And they got rid of Tulsi last time. So that was another thing that was missing. We didn't have those, you know, honest voices there. And it would have been very different if what happened with Warren and Sanders happened with those two on the stage, especially with Tulsi there because she couldn't have done the women on this stage because she would have never done it if Tulsi was there. She couldn't because she's not going to bring Tulsi into their little girls club. You just want to throw up. Okay, so then you have Warren, who was a more feisty and perky this time. Like she's she not a, her hair. I don't know. Her hair always looks the same. She darkened it. Yeah, but she she doesn't have good... Her hair is always sort of all, all over the place and she's always all over the place. But... That is, I could care less about how she looks. So it was her and then Bernie. And Bernie was Bernie. And Bernie actually, Tony called me when it first started. Bernie came out with guns blazing because he went after Biden on his record voting for the Iraq war. And it's too bad he doesn't bring up like his vote for the bankruptcy law. So we can't, people can't uh, declare bankruptcy anymore. Like he's, he voted for so many things that are bad for people. He wanted to cut social security like six times and he couldn't get it ha to happen. There's a video of him saying that, how upset he was because he just couldn't get those cuts passed. And people want to vote for this guy because people don't know. They don't. They think he's just like the Uncle Joe that's riding on the train going back and forth, right? That story he always well, told. I liked him, and then I got the good, yes. uh, I yes. got the dossier on him, and I and, don't like him and anymore. And he did a few good debates. And I don't like her anymore. Um, all right. Well, and she used to be Republican. Okay, there's only one you guy can never come back from that. that I want. And that's Bernie. So Bernard. Bernie was Bernie. Bernie. Bernie was the same, always the same. 
Bernie Tulsi, 2020. So, you know, he, he came out good. So there's this story, and I'm not going to go deeply into it because you all know about it. I want to go more into, like, why is she doing this? Why is this happening? And it has to do with what Tony said earlier. So there was this stupid story about some field workers, which, by the way, there's like a million Bernie volunteers out there. A million. They're everywhere. Nobody has as many volunteers as Bernie does. Not even, they're no, nowhere near it. So some volunteer had this script that had to do with, you know, they're trying to talk to voters that might swing one way or another, especially in Iowa with the caucuses. And the script stated that the Warren voters are more well-educated and more affluent Democrats. They're not like the working people that Bernie has following him. So it was not a great, you know, script but it wasn't awful, okay? So she took that opportunity when she heard about this and somehow Politico heard about it and she took it to use it to go after Bernie. And I'm sure that they had this stupid conversation that she's lying about in their back pocket, the DNC, the corporate media, and the Warren campaign. They've had it sitting there on the shelf. They're just like the Republicans, these people. They keep bills on the shelf, and then like when there's somebody who'll sign it, they rub, they clean the dust off of it, and they bring it over to the buffoon like Trump to sign it. So they had this in their arsenal, and they said, all right, let's bring back the Bernie is anti-women thing. Let's go back to 2016 when they tried to say that that's why Hillary lost and Bernie wasn't nice to Hillary. You know, that's complete BS. You're running for president in a primary. You're supposed to go after your opponent. All this stuff about unity and be nice to your opponent. Why would you be nice to them? I would be like Tulsi, guns blazing. What the are look, your the looks th Bernie was giving Hillary during the debate were priceless. They were priceless, you know. He didn't even have to open his mouth. No, and you know what? <laughs> That's okay. That's what you're supposed to do. It's a freaking primary. He was like giving her like this, this the way he was giving her those sideways yes, looks. Like, yes. What are you kidding? Hilarious. Me, yes. So, but when it came time to endorse her, he did right when it when they cheated Bernie, he still endorsed her. He still campaigned for her. His supporters were pissed off. And by the way, contrary to popular belief, the Bernie Bros and the Bernie voters voted for Hillary because they could not stomach Trump. You know who stayed home? The people that just weren't on nobody's side and said. I don't like anybody, I don't like Hillary, and I don't like Trump, and they stayed home. Those are the people that stayed home. Not the Bernie voters. That is wrong, but that is, again, the corporate media. So the corporate media were getting very nervous because we had so many statistics saying Bernie was pulling ahead. So the freakout started, right? We saw that. So this was their way to, okay, the teachers are the number one donors to Bernie. So how many women are teachers? Mostly women are teachers. I would say probably the majority of teachers are women. And a lot of them are young women. No, that's just Ricochet, hon. Our cat, he, he does this. He has no nails, unfortunately. I thought he was up-chucking. No, and he, he thinks he's scratching on stuff, but he's not. Anyway, so maybe he, Ricochet should run for president. He would be more interesting than what I saw yesterday. So, <laughs> so um, now I've lost my train of thought. Uh, it's almost midnight. Where am I? Oh, okay. So they have this in their arsenal. So like, let's do the woman thing. Oh, a woman can be president. Let's do that. Let's try to shake Bernie's tree and take some of his support away. 
right? And grab that support for, I don't know, they think that that all of a sudden they're going to peel away the Bernie voters? Are they insane? They're nuts. So they were like, let's try this. So all of a sudden, Warren became their girl, right? They kind of pushed her aside, right? They were looking at Mayor Pete. He was a shiny object for a while. And then Warren went after him with the, the, the cave, the wine cave. And then found out she was in one, too. Right. And then, of course, Tulsi nuked him a couple of times. Know, so maybe she sleeps upside down in the rafters. She might. She might. At this point, yeah. Um, and Tulsi went after him. So Pete... Pete's that you know there's oh you know what's trending on Twitter number one for a while today never Pete Pete's done we'll push him aside those Amy two guys, those two guys that said Peter was perfect yeah they're crying somewhere and those I sent guys. them the, we sent them the photo of Peter perfect yes. from the wacky races yes, we about talked all about the time yes. he crashed his car <laughs> yes well Pete is his car is parked in the garage he's not going anywhere so you they know he's got his mouth on some tip they tried somewhere. Pete. Amy's not flying. The corporate media's been trying. And they're like, oh, my God, we have to do something about this Bernie. We have to make women not like him. Because women are really active voters right now. We saw that in the midterms. So they, she says that they had a meeting, which they did, uh, I think in 2018, where um, they were having a conversation about different things and they talked about a woman being president and Bernie said yes a woman can be president Bernie's been saying that since the 80s there's YouTube clips of Bernie saying a woman can be president so she decides to say and make a statement that no actually Bernie said that a woman probably couldn't be Trump and couldn't be president so that's the the storm that now erupted that they had a private conversation that nobody was in the room but supposedly four other people that weren't in the room talked to the New York Times and Politico and CNN, you know, all the usual suspects, you know, the fake peddlers of journalism, which is why we have to have a show, because the people that make $30,000 a day, they don't do their job. So we have to do it at you almost like midnight. Like Rachel Madcow? Yes, like Rachel. I think, and, she, I think she sleeps upside down. And in a, in by a the way, too. Rachel Madcow. She's always in black, that broad. Is the one that used to invite Elizabeth Warren on her show when she first had her show and Keith Oberman got her her show. And she used to have Elizabeth Warren as a guest and she was like an expert on finances because she was a bankruptcy uh, she was a professor that talked about bankruptcy law. You think they gave each other Brazilians? Who knows show? what they did. <laughs> but she put her on the map and she made us all like her. We all liked her in the beginning. Uh, not knowing that she really was a Republican at one time. Even spoke to the Federalist Society and gave speeches. And she is a liar. This is not the first time See, that she's lying. If I would have known that, I wouldn't have given her money when she was running against Scott well, Brown. Well, we didn't know. Well, Scott didn't Brown know. was horrible also. But anyway, so they... But she misrepresented herself then. So she lied. She... And I would say, I would have said right on the stage, what's with this Ben Carson Oh, that she voted for Ben Carson. That still sticks in my head. I know, that really bothers you, the Ben Carson thing. So God only knows where he is. He's taking a nap somewhere. He's taking a nap. He could fall asleep to this in a minute, this debate. He's keeping the cop warm for Joe Biden. Yeah, you're funny. Um... He's throwing people out of their homes is what he's doing. He's in charge of HUD. That's maybe why we have so many homeless people now. So anyway, they concocted this nonsense. So it was a coordinated effort. Please don't think that CNN and all these people do not work together. They do. Because they are very happy with the tax cuts, the deregulation. They don't give a crap. They don't give a crap that people are being 
caged on our border. They don't really care. They know they're getting theirs. They're getting their money. So they're happy, right? So they're okay with that. They're okay that if they hurt Bernie and Bernie doesn't get the nomination and we have Biden and Biden will lose, Klobuchar will be destroyed. Warren will be decimated by Trump. He'll call it Pocahontas all day long. I'm sorry, she will not win. She is a liar and she's a former conservative Republican. He will bring up all of it. Everything and shit we don't even know about. Oops. Anyway, so. That was a bad word. It was a bad word, but it's almost midnight. Anyway, (laughs) so the media, of course, asked the question. One of these Barbie dolls that was sitting with Wolf Blitzer. I asked the question about, there was a story that ran in Politico. And she asked the question. I was like, oh, here it comes. Right? She asked Bernie. And Elizabeth Warren puts her head down, acting like she doesn't know this is going to happen. This was all set up. They did the same thing with when they set Tulsi up. When they set up, um, when Kamala Harris had her little thing with Joe Biden. All these things are orchestrated. They're trying to manipulate us. It's complete crap. Ridiculous. Right before the debate, let me just tell you how stupid these moderators are. The people like in the beginning, like Axelrod, and I don't even remember who else was there. All these women, the same women that are on there. Was Lester Holt there? No, Lester Holt wasn't there. But they're just a bunch of women I don't think have had sex in 100 years. They don't have one interesting thought bouncing around their heads. They don't do anything themselves. And they're idiots. They know nothing about the American people. So they're sitting there and they're saying, well, I guess it's a debate between whether people want a revolution or stability. That's the debate. Whether we want revolution or stability. So let's review what that is. I want revolt. Um, Revolution, as they're referring it to, Bernie's revolution, would be everybody has health care. Okay, that's a citizen here paying their taxes, okay, working. So we all have, we don't have to worry anymore about paying, go, having a job or not. Like when we lose our job, we'll still have it. We're not going to be going into bankruptcy when we don't have health insurance or we get very sick and it doesn't cover. Okay, so that's part of the revolution. Oh, public college, which used to be free, will be free. Uh, they're worried about rich people going to public college. Rich people do not go to CUNY. Rich people do not go to public university even if it was free. They would be embarrassed. Their children go to all the, you know, <laughs> Harvard, Yale. They're not going to... And wherever Laurie Lachlan's kids want There to you go. go. That's where they go. So they keep using that as an example. And Bernie's like, well, we have public school for K through 12. We're just going to extend it. And we used to have it. Felicity Hoffman. She gets 14 days, gets out in 12. She didn't go to public school. So who, what are they talking about? They are rich. Their kids don't go to public school. All right, so we're talking about that. We're talking about the environment. The planet's dying. The other day it was 68 degrees in New York City. 68. Now it's going to be like 20 tomorrow. No, and, and Australia is burning to a crisp. They think a billion animals were burnt, killed. This is normal. All right, so we want to fix the environment. This is craziness. Ooh, we don't want that. Let's just keep burning up the planet. Let's not have health insurance and let's all go into debt because we owe, we we own 31% of the debt. Remember we did the show? Yes, 31% I of the debt is us. 
So the talking heads are like, you know, stability is much better because that's what got us here. That's why we have Trump. We had Obama. Sure and steady Obama. Bombing the countries, right? Giving us Republican Obamacare, right? Romney care, which sucks. Okay, so how is stability good? It's not helping me. Most smart people know that that's not a good strategy. So that's what they came up with. Revolution or stability? I don't know. What do I want? What do they know? What is that? The new thing? I thought it was pragmatic centrist. No, no. Now it's that revolution fell, fell by the wayside. versus stability. That's what they said before this started. So the first part of the debate, they did talk about war. And they kind of talked like they're anti-war. Because I guess that's been talked about a lot. Now we don't have Tulsi on the stage. So we don't talk about the regime change wars and all that anymore. But they're all sort of saying that they're anti-war, but we really don't want to pull out of the wars right away. We got to do it slow and same nonsense that we hear over and over again, right? And they never say how they're going to pay for the wars, but God forbid we want something. By the way, they're also planning on cutting Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. And the Democrats are going to go along with it, with Mitch McConnell. Just letting you know, this woman thing. So they went back and forth. Bernie said he never said that. And Elizabeth Warren turned around. Oh, the moderator said, so what did you think when Bernie said that to you? Right after Bernie said, I didn't say it. Somebody should go out there with a T-shirt, looking blonde, with a T-shirt, with nice, ample bosom. And where? And where's she going? And on the T-shirt, it just say, babes for Bernie. Babes for Bernie. Or a Bernie baby. Oh, my God, we should get T-shirts that say babes for Bernie. How about Bernie? That's ba- a good idea. Bernie babe. He's got a lot of babes now, campaigning for him. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> AOC is campaigning with him. Talib is campaigning with him. They're all, they're a whole bunch of women. Nina Turner's campaigning with him. There's a ton of women. If you could be a Bernie bro, be a Bernie babe. That's it. Be Whatever. Everybody needs to have a living wage, right? Everybody needs health care. We all need you to see breathe how the air. He was with Star. Yeah, how you doing? Oh my God! So we didn't get to that yet. You're probably part of the problem. So we didn't get to that yet. So she stuck the knife so deep in his back, it was disgusting. It was. I I felt so bad. I was so angry, and I was angry at the journalists. These two insipid women that have probably been on their knees since they started to get in those jobs. Oh my God! I'm really mad today. I'm telling you. Twitter was lit up. Everybody was freaking out. All the YouTubers, everybody. We were sick of it. So she had the nerve to like, I don't really want to have a fight with Bernie. He's my friend. But And then she went in this diatribe about women can be president, about her and Amy Klobuchar have never lost an election. And then I looked up. Yeah, like I told you. It shouldn't have been Hillary. It should have been Ann Richie should have been the first president. Well, that's true. The first woman president. But... By the way, Elizabeth Warren has only run once, twice. She's serving her second term. She's only ran, run twice. So saying that I've never lost an election is kind of retarded, right? It's ridiculous. Like being a boxer. Hey, I'm undefeated. I'm 2-0. and <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? And there's Bernie. He was like, well, 30 years ago, I beat a Republican. Yeah, 30 years ago. This guy has been saying the same things. And she just looked at him with a question mark above her headline. And she was like, well, that was 30 years ago. And he was like, yeah, I beat a Republican. And I've been in this ever since. In Vermont, too. In Vermont. And he did it in the Reagan. Actually, his first his first win was when Reagan got elected in Vermont, which was very conservative. And he ran as a socialist. The guy has always been the same. 
You know, like I had somebody ask me, a very nice person that we know, oh, but he says he's a socialist. And who gives a crap? Do you know what socialism is? Public schools, right? Um, the library, I mean, all so, uh, social security, Medicare, Medicaid, I get sick of telling people this, but more people understand that one of our neighbors was downstairs, um, when I was taking care of the community cats, she's young, Amanda, she gets it. She's like, what's wrong with these people? Like we got problems. Everything's so expensive. The rent is high. The food is so expensive. The planet's burning up. I'm like, and she's like in her twenties. So don't think that people are like, oh, how terrible. Bernie doesn't like women. Give me a break. I think it worked against Warren because Bernie overnight in like 12 hours, you know how much money he raised? 1.7 million from 100,000 people. 1.7 million in a couple of hours. Like, yo, Bernie. So you know what? If you got five bucks, go and donate some money to Bernie. Five bucks, three bucks, $2.70, whatever he puts on the thing. Just give him the money because then he's going to be able to show the media, uh, my people love me. They're, they, they're, they, they're with me on my message. Uh, so she was just, she's a snake. There's <laughs> Twitter, there's hashtags. Um, about her being uh, a snake, Liz, Liz snake, Liz, whatever. There's like memes of her evolving from a snake. Like she's, this was not good for her. Lizard Warren. Yeah. But listen, she did not gain any voters by doing this. She did not. Because the Bernie people are not going over to her. They're not. The Bernie people are Bernie people. They're set. Right. And I, I don't. Thought she's running through Penn Station, like when they caught her that time. Yeah, Penn Station. yeah. I hope she hits a little patch of uh, uh, floor wax that didn't dry. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> so I think this is the deal. And Tony actually, uh, we we like read each other's minds. So this is what I think also is going on in the background. So Warren never goes after Biden ever. She's not going after him. He's still considered the front runner, even though Bernie is really like catching up and he's looking good in the first three states because they're, they, they're going to start voting in like 19 days. This, this thing is going to get very real. And I told a, a very a friend of ours that it was going to get messy and it did. And it's going to get far more. It's going to be nasty, disgusting, obnoxious. They're going to try to cheat. It's going to be a lot of stuff is going to go on. So um, I think that... Warren and Biden have a conversation or have an agreement that she's not going after him. And that if he gets the nomination, she's going to be his running mate because when he was considering running in 2016, like before that didn't happen, he had Warren at his home when he was vice president that um, the observatory where he used to live to talk about that. So they have had that conversation before. And she was very buddy-buddy right after the debate was over. She went over to him and like kind of high-fived him in some little way. And I said to myself, and Tony was like, oh, yeah, those two are conniving together because she won't hurt him, right? They'll, she'll, she'll try to bruise Bernie a little bit. And then she looks loyal to him. But you know what? It's only good strategy if Biden's the nominee. And I don't think this helped Warren. I don't think anybody in the audience is like, oh, I'm going to vote for Warren now. I don't think anybody's running to vote for Elizabeth Warren because of what Warren she did. Warren and Pence would be one of the most boring debates. Oh, my God. That would be horrible. No one's going to watch that. Nobody. Nobody is going to watch that. I wouldn't that. watch it. Nope. 
boring. And I've watched them all. She's sanctimonious. He's even more so. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, no. That's horrible. Awful. They might know each other from when she was a Republican. So that was, you know, that was on live TV. And then after it's all over, she walks um, she walks over to Bernie. It's over, right? They're done. They broke. And she walks over to Bernie. And Bernie... God love him. I don't know how he could even do it. He put his hand to shake his hand out to her and she pulled her hand away and she like, um, what did you say? She closed herself off to him. And she said to him, see now, because we have the audio. Like, oh, you molested me. Right, whatever. But she's, she's she's very up in arms. Like she was attacked. And she says, you called me a liar on national TV. Now she knew she had a live mic. She knew that. He never said the word liar. No. He said he never said it. So she went up to him and said that. She knew the mic was live. Trust me, she knew. And Bernie was like, what? Like, he was totally unprepared for that from her. And then he said something like, we can have this discussion another time, not here. Because see how appropriate he is? He's so appropriate. And she's, and, and he said, oh, actually, you said I was a liar. And then he says, all right, we're not going to talk about this here. And then Tom Steyer, Tom Steyer is like, what are you doing? Like, are you kidding me? He's standing over there and he's like, oh, Bernie, I just wanted to say hi. Like, he's like that loser guy in school that wants to talk to like, you know, some popular yeah, some guy. Some loser worth billions. Yeah. But it was really funny. And I was just like, Steyer, now everybody's going to ask Steyer, what do they say to each other? And he's such a dupe de doo He's like. I don't know what they said to each other, even if he knew he wasn't going to repeat it, but I don't think he heard it. Um, but she did that. So on the debate stage, she used, she tried to act all Pollyanna, like, oh, poor Bernie, you know, I don't want to, we're friends, you know. Yeah, you leaked the story. This is all you, lady. You are a snake. You're disloyal. You're obnoxious. You're a liar. You've lied before. And you're going to run. You think you're going to run against the king of liars being a liar yourself? You can't win against a guy who lies if you're a liar. It's not possible. But in Trump's mind, he's telling the truth. Well, in his twisted brain, yes. In Trump's twisted brain, everything he says is is true. Um, wait, listen. Today he said um, Mount Rushmore. I'm in the car. Um, and he's talking about Mount Rushmore that, you know, we were never out. We couldn't do fireworks at Mount Rushmore. He goes because of the environmentalists. So I talked to our people and uh, we're going to do the fireworks. And uh, there's no reason why we can't do them. Well, it turns out the environmentalists made a statement and said the reason why we don't do it is it destroys the water, the drinking water in the area. It would get into the drinking water. But, you know, who cares? It's, you know, he never goes over there. He's not drinking the water. It's just water. He's like, who gives a crap? I want fireworks. No, he wants to go up there to find out, figure out, well, where can they fit my face on that mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he, he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. He has no empathy. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Trump, but I just thought that was funny when I heard it. He was like, oh, environmental hoax, please. Yeah, you'll be dead before this planet is completely incinerated, right? He's going to be gone. Even if he lives another 30 years. So, which I think, don't think that's possible. But um, that was, the, yesterday was horrible. And it just shows you the stranglehold and the panic, as Tony said. They are panicked. They are worried. Because, as Bernie said, my campaign has enthusiasm. 
We have many volunteers. People are very dedicated to this revolution. Uh, they're not staying home. They're going to go. We will start volunteering as well. But in a couple of months, Tony will have more full free time and we will we will knock on doors. We will help them. We will make phone calls. People are going to show up. They're not staying home. They're going to bring people with them. So they're very concerned because we already know they're cheaters and liars. So they're a little bit nervous because they like what they're getting with Trump. They would be fine with four more years of Trump. I've said this a thousand times. They will be because they will continue. I can't believe I haven't gone this far without uh, opening up a vein in a bathtub. I know, right? They would be fine with it because it's suiting their needs. They're getting their tax cuts and their deregulation, and they don't give a crap about all the stuff we care about because they're rich. There was a scene, you saw the movie with me, 1979, Dawn of... Mm, which hold, one is that? That's the second one. But which one? Give me like one of the favorite things the I... SWAT team members in the mall. They were running All right, the mall. the mall. That's not the one where the guy says about the no, stuff. No, they speak that my wife loves. I love... Yeah, it's not that one. All right, it's the now, mall. Now, the bikers break in. Now, the bikers are, this, are us mm -hmm. because they're up in the rafters hiding out, getting all the spoils of what they did because the guy said they're talking on the walkie-talkie and he saw all the bikers coming in and they want to take some stuff to, you know, this is a, you know... And he goes, no, no, it's ours. We took it. That's what the founding fathers, that's what they're thinking. Yeah, We're the bikers that broke in to get their share of. And they started picking these bikers off because, oh, no, we took it. It's ours. You're just like a bunch of fleas on a carcass. Yeah, they don't care. That's what they do. They just don't care. Uh, they would they be there. They got the Indians. They keep them in reservations. They brought the blacks over because... I do declare I'm just too I'm just too lazy to work my own field. That's right. Or hire anybody and pay them to then do it. Then when they had to get uh, free them, then they don't know what to do with them. So all right, let's put that stupid statue in New York Harbor and and schnooker all the immigrants to come over and mm -hmm. do all the dirty work. And now we're blaming the immigrants for everything that's wrong in our lives. They blamed us back then. Mm-hmm. They blamed the Irish, and the Irish waited around long enough to blame the Italians and everybody else that came over. Yeah, they're always blaming somebody instead of looking to themselves and saying, what is the problem here? Why is the things the way they are? We're not even going to get into Iran today, all of that that happened. I mean, it's just insane. We're living in a sane world. But the thing is, is that all they talk about, oh, we have to get rid of Trump. Deep down, they're fine with it. They're fine with it. If it was up to me, I'd impeach all of them. <laughs> I wish we could. Well, we're working on it. Um, so, as we always say, and, and Jimmy Dore is famous for saying that Trump is a symptom of a bigger problem. We didn't get here overnight. We got here over a very 40 years of, you know, stripping yeah, every, away. Every president after FDR slowly but surely chipped away at the corporate tax rate. Yeah, they, and they also chipped and away. And that's why we got... Zippo. Mm -hmm. And they chipped away at unions, and they chipped away at entitlements, and they're still doing it. So they're making it harder and harder for people. And by the way, financial bubble, there's like, the, I, I don't know the guy's name, but he's a, he's an analyst of, of, um, of finances, like David world finances. I'd have to look it up. I don't have it in front of me because I was planning on talking about it. But he's like, how does how does everyone not see the obvious thing that's going to crash? It I is, do. Nobody it listens. is personal debt. We are carrying thirty one percent of the debt on the planet Earth, far away more than any other country. 
People are in debt. They can't, they get the, the car loans or the high interest rates now. They, they are, they are taking money from their houses. They have nothing, no equity left to take. You know, there's student loan debt. There's credit card debt. Now they have no rules again. So they do whatever they want and it just keeps growing. Tick, 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 tick. That meter keeps running. And it's going to explode. And this guy is on Twitter and everybody's saying, oh, what do you mean? That's crazy. Look at the stock market. That stock market's got nothing to do with household debt or regular people that are working. Absolutely nothing to do with that. So I think that's the bomb that could explode. And that could explode at any time. I mean, that's another factor that they have no control over. So it's going to be a bumpy ride. It was very nasty the other night. And other than that little you know, snippet with Warren and Sanders... That was a snooze fest. So that's the best we have to offer. Better be voting for Bernie. It's like that Ali Wepner fight. It sucked. So until Wepner knocked him down. <laughs> well, that's but but and then yeah. it sucked again after that. But can I ask you a question? Do you think that Bernie has the guts to take Tulsi as his vice president? Because she's got a lot of you know, people have thrown a lot of stuff at her. She's she's still. Get raising and they money. They haven't proven a damn thing. They haven't, and you know, I, I don't know if his campaign's smart enough to realize that she appeals to people that he doesn't appeal to. Like initially, she appeals to Republicans like her, libertarians like her, liberals definitely like her. Like people that don't never voted in their lives seem to like her. Anybody that's anti-war likes her. So, and she's very popular with men extremely popular with men men like her she's in the military she's attractive um she's like athletic she's surfing in the freezing cold water in new hampshire whatever they like her so she could go into these purple states and maybe red states and kind of bring them in that would be a winning ticket i i think that it would be a landslide well, if they were a stro- landslide stroking a sarah palin you know they're stroking a Tulsa of course they would be and I honestly think that she would probably hurt Trump because I think she might take some pissed off Trump voters that he screwed over. Not the crazy ones. Not the crazy ones. The ones that hated Hillary that voted for him and then maybe don't have health care anymore, lost their jobs. You understand? Or they hate the wars. Because remember, one thing you f- we forgot, Trump wanted to get out of all the wars. He lied to everybody. And there's a lot of people that are pissed off about that. And she's Whoa. anti-war and she's a soldier. Anyway, that's the our debate segment of the show. Tony's got a couple of really good stories to US share with us. U.S. companies are forcing workers to train their own foreign replacements. That's obnoxious. This happened to an old friend of ours. She, her job was outsourced to Indiana. And guess what? Remember? And she I, was complaining to you on the phone like, I have to train my own replacement or they will not give me unemployment. Yeah, isn't that horrible? Like, yeah. I don't even know if that's legal. Give me that microphone. That's insane. Think about that. That you have to train your replacement. I'm sorry. No, nobody hears me. You have to train that's your like, replacement. That's like handing the gun to the, the, the hitman handing you the gun so you can load it for him. <laughs> yeah. And then shoot you. Right. Oh, let me help you, sir. Let me load that gun for you that you're pointing in my face. All right, now. Opponents of job outsourcing are making holiday season appeal to President Trump. I hate saying that. Stop U.S. companies from forcing American workers to train their very same cheaper foreign laborers who will soon replace them. Make America great again, people. 
why it matters. Now, Trump promised voters that he would end abuses of worker visa programs and save U.S. jobs. But as he campaigns for re-election, advocates say he has not done nearly enough. Driving the news, AT&T is poised to send thousands into the new year hunting for new jobs after assigning them to train their own foreign replacements according to conversations with current and former workers and documents obtained by Axios, because this is where this story is from. I like Axios. Uh, Many have worked for the company for over a decade. They aren't being offered severance or early retirement and may not easily find a corporate job elsewhere with similar pay. That's rotten to the core. What they're saying, Sarah Blackwell, a Florida-based lawyer who represents America's displaced by workers on visas or overseas, told Axios, American workers are tired of waiting for President Trump to do something on this issue. It's like I said last night when They're they were for on Trump. Fox News. I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting in a diner. Fox News is on. I'm, I'm just what they think is news is, is idiocy. The National Enquirer comes up with better stories. So they had a list of they were scrolling of Trump's accomplishments. So yeah. as I'm walking out of the diner, I said, you know what Trump's greatest accomplishment is? Okay, tweeting with one hand, wiping his ass with the other, and balancing with that he didn't fall off his golden throne. Oh, jeez. You said this there? Yeah. Oh, boy. And some bald-headed young guy sitting in the corner, he starts spitting his food out laughing. I can't believe you said that. They've gone from great hope to great President Trump's administration to great discouragement. She sent letters to Senator John Corwin, Republican of Texas, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, and Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson as AT&T headquartered headquartered in Dallas. Okay, the White House did not respond to comment for comments. Of course they didn't. They don't care. They're like, what? Whatever. Despite receiving a three billion dollar tax cut last year, AT&T announced new and expanded alliances with big outsourcing companies to replace workers with foreign or cheaper domestic talents. Like many U.S. companies, AT&T has been shifting jobs for years, but in 2019 was especially noteworthy as workers claimed that as many as 3,000 finance jobs were being outsourced to Accenture. AT&T denied the 3,000 number figure, but declined to provide Axios with its own number. Well, they don't want anybody to know about this stuff. Those are good jobs, too. Current and former Department of Homeland Security officials who spoke to Axios expressed frustration that more isn't being done to help foreign worker visa programs from undercutting U.S. workers. Yeah, that's why, remember, Trump was for these HB1 visas because those are for, like, the really smart foreign students or foreigners that are, like, very well educated, right? And they know computers and so forth. So he wants to bring them because they could pay them less money. So now workers may be assured their job will not change when they are get a load of this rebadged to work for a contractor. But the sad reality is that you have just been terminated without your severance, said one worker Axios interviewed. You're at the mercy of a company that really, really, really does not want you. And they don't give you your health insurance either, remember? Everything goes out the window. Right, so remember, that's why we want universal health care. We want Medicare for all because you lose your job, you lose your health insurance. That's it. It's over. So they don't get severance either. That's horrible. Okay, another story. Fresh Cambridge Analytica leak shows global manipulation is out of control. 
Robert Mercer and Rebecca. We haven't talked about them. In I a looked long up something. Time. I looked up something obscure the other day. I forget what it was, and it popped up on my feed somewhere else. Really? Like the turd that wouldn't flush. It popped up in the sidebar on on Facebook. Well, they follow. They follows you around. I'm like, I'll never forget the time I, I looked up um, something about a breed of a horse online. And two days later, I get a, a, a subscription to Equestrian Magazine in my mailbox. Well, it follows you. Like, if you look up anything, then you get, like, these ads and, like, things following you around all over everywhere you go. Every, like, page you go to. An explosive leak of tens of thousands of documents from the defunct data firm Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, right. Yeah. They just rebranded it by our friend RM out in Long Island somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Robert Mercer didn't give that. Is set to expose the inner workings of the company that collapsed after the Observer re revealed that it had misappropriated 80, is this 87 or 8. 87 million Facebook profiles. Wow. Well, remember there was a More trial. More than 100,000 documents relating to work in 68 countries that will lay bare the global infrastructure of an operation used to manipulate voters on an industrial scale are set to be released over the next months. That's if we even know what it means when we read these damn things. Mm -hmm. He's still doing whatever. That guy, the guy, that's the guy that gave Trump like $14 million and, and brought Kellyanne Conway and Steve Bannon. Okay. So Now it says here, uh, uh, the documents we retrieved from email accounts and hard drives and no, and they were handed over some material to Parliament in 2018. And there were thousands and thousands more pages which showed a breadth and depth of the work that went way beyond what people think they know about Cambridge Analytica scandal. So this is a very, we're in the deep end of the pool mm -hmm. with this one. It says the unpublished documents contain material that suggests that the firm was working for a political party in Ukraine in 2017, even while under investigation. As part of Mueller's inquiry and emails describe how the firm helped to develop a sophisticated infrastructure of shell companies that were designed to funnel dark money into politics. The Ukraine. Everybody's in the Ukraine. Everybody's in the Ukraine. You see that? Everything that happens is Ukraine. That's going to be like the, one of the most corrupt places to be. All of Russia is. And finally, on a lighter note for cinema buffs, if you've seen the movie from 1968 starring Steve McQueen, Bullet, mm -hmm. which I'm sure every red-blooded male has seen, the famed green Mustang went up on auction and was sold for three point. Four million dollars. Wow. Now, the joke of it is, Steve McQueen wanted this car. Usually, he would get things when he would do a movie. He would get clothes and things from the movie and from the movie. But this time, Warner Brothers put their foot down and told Steve McQueen, you are not taking this Mustang home with you. I didn't give it to him. No. Yeah, so, three point. And the joke of it is, when Steve McQueen, he had a car and my motorcycle collection. And when he was dying in 1980, he ran up a tax bill. So years later, his son and daughter had to have an auction. I saw it on Connor Fair. They had an auction in Las Vegas. And believe it or not, the car collection, the whole car collection, fetched $3 million. Wow. IRS was standing there. They had to hand the check to them. All right, you're paid in full. This one car took over $3 million. Alrighty, so that's our show for tonight. Um, it's been fun being with you. And uh, buckle up because the election is about to start. 
it's going to be wild and crazy and uh, be ready for anything. Babe, babes for Bernie on sale now. See ya.